0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. To you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Give you his peace. What a beautiful passage we've just had from John 14. Um, and uh, Jesus makes some really powerful claims I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We're uh, seeing uh, clearly a reference to his divinity. And it matches very nicely the first reading from Acts 13 where uh, it's Paul talking about there's no other name that we can call upon to be saved. You know, that it's only through Jesus. And um, that, that's a mm, very important, very powerful kind of aspect of our faith. And uh, I want to take that as an opportunity to offer a little commentary on... Um, what we know about Jesus, uh, in the Gospels, we see a picture of Jesus as somebody who is definitely human, true, true man, and also true God. You know, this is the classic kind of articulation of what we believe about Jesus: true God, true man, true God, true man. Um, and throughout the history of theology, when uh, different theologians and you know the church was trying to kind of articulate and kind of explain you know who who Jesus was who Jesus is what we believe about him it's always come down to true God true man you know real divinity real humanity we know that he's a divine person but the human nature is is a real human nature Um, the catechism probably does the best job and you know a couple of pages kind of pulling all of that together and and saying true God and true man. Um, Not a mixture of the two. Uh, In Latin, St. Thomas Aquinas said Jesus is not a third kind of creature. Like not God, not man, but this like hybrid. In Latin it's called tertio quid, a third kind of thing, Um, which is a very intellectual insult if you want to call somebody like a name. Like tertio quid, like there goes like some creature. We're not sure. What that creature is, you know, like <laughs> a little seminarian humor for you there. Tertio quid. Um We used to call Father Juniper that, so today's his birthday, so pray for him. Um, so, true God and true man, but in Jesus, we see someone who knew, he knew who he was. Um, clearly, he knew he, who he was, he knew, you know, his divinity. His humanity, there's some people that like to kind of theorize, especially in modern times, that maybe Jesus didn't know about his divinity and la, 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 eh, wrong, you know, he knew. And today's passage is one of those passages that shows us somebody who is self-aware, self-possessed, in control. He knows who he is. He knows what he's about, right? He was very aware of his mission to come for salvation, and he knows where he's going. Um, and so uh, that, yeah, so th- that's really something. And uh, okay, so if that is true of Jesus, I would like to say that uh, that can carry over to us who are his followers. You know, if we know who Jesus is, our God, our Lord, our Savior, um, through him, we can know who we are. We can know where we're going. You know, I, We're going to the father's house where Jesus went ahead of us to prepare a place. So um, that's what our faith in Jesus does for us. When Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. That I could almost imagine that line being the response in a litany. You know, things that happen in life, uh, as the drama of reform unfolds, (laughs) that uh, at the very core of our being, there is this word from God, let not your hearts be troubled. You know, when I wake up in the morning and I'm feeling absolutely terrible, do not let your hearts be troubled, you know. There's no coffee, the friary. Do not let your hearts be troubled. (laughs) Your car keeps dying on the way down to Harlem. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Uh, et etc. et cetera. Just some random examples for you there. Um, but, but sisters, um, when we know Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, um, we will live differently. You know, we, the person who has faith, who knows who they are, a son or a daughter of God who knows why they are here to witness to the love and mercy of God and who knows where they're going, heaven, that person is going to be different. That person is going to be different. And it's good for us to know because, you know, we're here, we're living our life. Sometimes you can forget that, like, the person who does not have faith, the person who does not know who they are, the person who does not know why they are here, And the person who does not know where they're going, it's a terrible experience. Um, I had that experience for a while when I was younger. You know, just, um, it was horrible. I didn't have Jesus in my life. And I was just kind of like, um, well, the analogy I'd like to use is like a little boat. If you have a little boat, it's got no sail and no rudder. It's just there on the water. It just gets blown around. By the wind and by the waves and it's like no direction. It where is it going? What is it doing? It's just at the whims of the elements. That is what life without Jesus is like. But um, when you have the gift of faith, it's like a sail. And the grace of God is like the wind that blows. And then the gift of your free will is like the rudder that, that steers. It's an analogy. But, you know, you have the grace of God, like the wind and the sail. Sails like faith that catches the grace, and then the rudders like your free will, you know, that's how uh, the boat can go and get to its destination, you know, as it makes its way through the water. And um, I think a great example of what I'm trying to say of uh, Christians who knew who they were, whose hearts were not troubled, even in the midst of trials, they knew why they were here and they knew where they were going are the recent martyrs from the Missionaries of Charity. I don't know if you've seen this little handwritten description of what happened that day in Yemen. Have you seen that? Oh, I'll get it to you. So the Mother Superior survived miraculously. They were looking for her. She was hiding in the walk-in refrigerator. And they went in there and they didn't see her. Three times they went in there looking for her. She was just standing there praying. So she survived to tell the tale. The other sisters who were there, these crazy ISIS people broke in. They murdered them, and they had such joy and such peace. The, the priest who was kidnapped, who was still hoping to get back, Father Tom, had been preaching to the sisters about being ready for martyrdom. You know, But they were there. They were serving in love and charity, and they knew who they were. They knew you know, how, what they were about, and um, they gave their lives for the love of Christ. They died in the hatred of the faith. Modern day martyrs, according to Pope Francis. You know, I'm hoping that when he canonizes Mother Teresa in, in September, wouldn't it be nice if he canonized these sisters along with her? You know, yeah. well, give, give, give the Vatican a call, okay? <laughs> but they're a great example to us of this. You know, like even in the situation that's very difficult and very hard, they lived with, with hearts that weren't troubled, you know? And uh, so we need to pray for that grace in our own lives. As so we kind of go through life and as we struggle and we have trials, I'm not saying that a Christian life is a, a life free of suffering. Je- I'm not saying that. Jesus did not say, pick up your pillow and follow me. <laughs> Had he said that, it would be the most popular religion in the whole world. Anybody who didn't join that religion would be a fool. No, but he, he said, pick up your cross and follow me. But when we know Jesus, when we know who we are, as our identity as sons and daughters of God, we know why we are here. We are here to witness to his love and mercy. And we know where we are going ultimately. Um, that, that will give us the ability to live life, even in a moment of trial or difficulty, to live with hearts that are not troubled. So we hear that word from true God and true man, our Lord, our Savior, do not let your hearts be troubled. And uh, we pray for that grace this day. Amen.